Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs, and welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, Chill It's Hot Ball. The weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since uh, there's no place to go, oh, this is on you now. <laughs> then we watched a Santa Buddies movie. <laughs> also, I don't know if you'll recall or not. I believe you've used the word, the phrase like chillaton ball for a Halloween episodes yeah. too. It's well, very what's, multi-purpose. What's a Christmassy um, thing that? Oh no, that's nothing. Like, like Jingle Bell, the Tom Ball. It's always in the Dracula voice. Tom Bell. Yeah. We'll get him next year, buddy. Jingle Tom Bell. Jingle Tom Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. <laughs> Here on Dilla Tom Ball, we go to Wikipedia. We click random article. We talk about it. Yeah, except for this time. Yep, yep. It's, it's uh, As is Christmas tradition, which started out, we just read the article for Santa Buddies, mm-hmm. maybe three years in a row. Maybe. Then last year, the year before, we watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we watched the movie twice. I don't recall. I think we watched it two years in a row. This year, we decided to mix it up, watch the prequel. Which I believe was filmed afterwards. Is that? Well, that's the nature of a prequel. Uh, yeah, you're right. You certainly are right. <laughs> uh, the Search for Santa Paws is an American-Canadian. This is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, so you can go watch it. What you should do is like queue up our podcast, queue up the Netflix movie, and they won't sync up at all. But it'll be no less confusing than just watching the movie by itself. I'll tell you what: as far as prequels go, mm-hmm. it really, it was a treat to have watched Santa Buddies. It was, and then to watch, some of that, yeah, yeah, that Anakin flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, the Search for Santa Claus is an American Canadian adventure fantasy film released on November twenty third, twenty ten. Direct to video. Mm. The movie is the 10th film in the Air Bud franchise and is also a prequel to Santa Buddies, as well as a spinoff from the Air Buddies film franchise. That's a lot. Um, this movie is a triple threat. <laughs> uh, God. So I guess I'll just I'll just read through the plot and we will um, as we sort of yeah. comment as we get there. Sure. And already three words in, I do have a comment. <laughs> when Santa Claus. This is. This Santa Claus is like an objectively (laughs) awful Santa Claus. He's a scary Santa Claus. It's like comically bad. Like, you know how before they had Norm from Cheers as Santa Claus? Great, great casting. He did. Was George Went Santa? George Went was Santa in Santa Buddies. In Santa Buddies. And Tom Bosley was uh, Santa Paws. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. Um, George Went was not interested in returning. Certainly was not. I, I mean, it's, so instead, what they did was they just got like an animated wax figurine that came to life. He's a per- perplexingly bad Santa. It, mm. I mean, he and he looks he looks like someone who's maybe thirty five in crazy like a crazy makeup or right. something. Like, so yes, there's he's like a, he's a real man who exists in the uncanny valley. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like. If Lumiere was an entire was entirely candles, <laughs> it's 
and like his 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 hair yeah is too like smooth and sleek but at the same time the the white of his hair and beard is not the same white as his, the fur on his no, outfit it's so like it makes yellow. his hair look yellow it looks like his hair's a smoker <laughs> right <laughs> and right. and he's not like fat he's no, not, not particularly fat. He's, he's just like a dude yeah it's it, it's unreasonable to for it's uh, it of all of the things <laughs> in this movie for which you need to suspend your disbelief. Uh, yeah, this is the biggest ask. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, the dogs talking. I have zero problem with. Well, he, they even explain it. Well, I do have a problem with them, but we'll get to that later. He says Santa tells Santa Paws people in this in the real world. Yeah. can't hear North Pole animals yeah. unless they're filled with the Christmas spirit. So I love that. Fine, got That's it. A great solve. Also, to normal people, I, I look. Yeah. I don't look like I'm like a monstrosity, melted, melted Santa voodoo doll. <laughs> yeah, I don't look like a, a someone carving out of soap and sat me on their car dashboard and used me. <laughs> All right, so Santa's not doing so hot. So when I will note that the head elf reprised his role. Yes. Oh, actor. what's his What's his name? Um, I don't have that. Written. Our, our boy, Dan, Danny Woodburn. Sure. Wood, sure he sure. he's. He's in He's great. He 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 was on he was on Seinfeld. Mm. He was in Santa Buddies. Santa Buddies. Yeah. So when Santa Claus tra- also there's like two songs in this whole movie, and Santa just gets one immediately, and it was very strange. It was, and and also right away. Well, this is actually even starting after the beginning of the movie, so maybe okay. Hey, Mrs. Claus says that okay. For, they've been married for sixteen hundred years. Yeah, that's why it's crazy that you just put a number on it. And, like, and the it, Earth's been around for six thousand years, and Santa Claus has been here for sixteen hundred of them. And such a not such a outrageous, strange choice of years. Not two thousand, right? Not fifteen hundred. It makes you wonder. Sixteen hundred. If they I'll, really put the research in, and like the real Saint Nicholas was, you know, around the four hundreds. But but mm. not not even like it's our. We've been together for one thousand six hundred forty-eight years. Like right, right, sixteen hundred right. years. Yeah, it's such a specifically round number that they do nothing with also mrs claus looked like too normal which to me was problematic because santa was so crazy (laughs) yeah yeah and she like she didn't look old she didn't look old she didn't look like they tried to make her look old no but usually when you think of santa and mrs claus the claus family Mm -hmm. they're they're old yeah and she was not but they were like no santa needs to look old and and they just let the intern do it. <laughs> um, also, is Santa's birthday on Christmas? Because he's got a giant ass cake. Yeah, yeah. Is that canon? <laughs> uh, I mean, in the buddies universe. Yeah. And I guess it's not Christmas. That's the other perplexing thing. Is it wasn't even Christmas well, yeah, day. His, his birthday's like December nineteenth. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, you know, Jolly Old Saint Nick. He has a birthday when? No, not on Christmas. Like yeah, six days before. <laughs> Total coincidence. <laughs> so, like, when's the Easter Bunny's birthday? Like August. <laughs> like, why? It just is. <laughs> just yeah, that just is. I'm sorry. So it's just an unfortunate coincidence that Santa's mm. birthday is in December, right. but not on Christmas. Right. So ironic. Like he never gets any gifts for his birthday. Just Christmas gifts. So, so the movie starts. It's Santa's birthday. He has a cake with like a billion candles because he's... And there's the... Oh, I was just going to say there's no reason for that, but there is a reason. It establishes how old he is. Yes. And then it will come back. It's 
the, immediate, the lamest, immediate payoff. <laughs> is there an immediate payoff? Well, they're like, we've been together for 1,600 years. Like, you're, you're old as fuck, Santa. Here's a bajillion candles. Well, no, 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 no. The, the, the lamest Chekhov's gun of all time. Because much later on. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll get to it. Just remember, remember how old he is. Because it's going to come back later. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> um, so the, the movie starts with this. and he, he could have been like 105 and it would still have the same amount of consequences that we find later. <laughs> so the, the movie starts, the elves give him a, a, a present. That's right. They do. Which is a stuffed dog. It looks like shit. It, it does. It doesn't. I mean, I guess they couldn't do, like, a taxidermied real dog. That'd be crazy. <laughs> so it's just, like... But they also, they couldn't go to, like, KV Toys and get, like, a good dog. What it looks like is the kind... It's the quality of stuffed animal that would be in a claw machine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just very stiff, shitty looking. It's it's a, a dog. It's a dog. dog. So then they decide to take it to the Christmas icicle. For some reason, the North Pole is a, an icicle-based society... <laughs> Everything revolves around this icicle, and this icicle is 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 it fluctuates so much. It's it's a volatile icicle. Well, you may recall in Santa was it the Snow, Snow Buddies. Buddies? No, Santa Buddies. Santa Buddies. Excuse me. Snow but, Buddies. Well, real quick, has nothing to do with Christmas. Sure. And also, we almost watched it, and then found out that that five, five dogs puppies died died while making the movie. So we, so we said no to Snow Buddies for now. Yeah. Uh, so in Santa Buddies, the premise of the movie was the Christmas icicle was running out of Christmas magic. Yes. So now, though, <clears throat> we're in the prequel, and that, that icicle is, like, like, locked and loaded, and it's dispensing all kinds of magic, which every it's, time they use the Christmas magic, I'm like, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, later in the movie, they need to use the Christmas icicle for something, but yeah. Santa's like... Uh, the the icicle is working at max capacity because it's Christmas time, so there's no magic to spare. Like... I mean, there's only so much. You dude. need to stock up during the year or something. <laughs> Maybe don't use your icicle to bring stuffed dogs to life That's because <laughs> there are real dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a movie where adoption is such a big theme, why are you, why are you birthing a dog into this world, dude? <laughs> oh, God. So they bring the stuffed dog to the Christmas icicle and bring yeah, it to life. Sure. Immediately, Santa falls in love. Right. And says, we're going to be friends for eternity. Jeez, man, what a burden! And then there's a lovely montage with like the craziest song. I this don't even song, remember? It was just like you and me, <laughs> friends for eternity. <laughs> and and the the montage is so shitty. It's like so. It's the it's, dog looks miserable. It's the montage that you would make in something to make fun of montages. Sure. It's like everything that happens, it's like <laughs> everyone is literally standing still, not doing anything. Then it cuts to the dog. Who's just like rummaging through packages or then something. Then it cuts back to them, like still standing still, then they react. <laughs> it's like, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, totally. So anyway, then Santa gets a letter. Yeah. Santa gets a letter from an attorney. <laughs> Which he promptly reads out loud on like the warehouse floor. Oh, I also like they're showing all the elves like making toys and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Then it cuts to like dogs like also making toys, but like pushing the pedals of an old timey sewing machine. It's just right. like a weird dog sweatshop. <laughs> it absolutely seemed it like a dog sweatshop. Anyway. It absolutely did. So Santa gets a letter from an attorney that says your friend, Mr. Hucklebuckle. <laughs> Which can we talk about the name Mr. Hucklebuckle? 
There's no reason for that. No. There's no reason for that. I mean, it's... And it constantly keeps coming back. There is no... It's not even like There's a holiday n- name. No. Like, Mr. Jingle Jangle would have made so much more sense. <laughs> I would have liked Mr. Jingle Jangle. But the Mr. reason they didn't is because that is, of course, the drugs that the ghoulies sell on Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, so they don't want to have that contamination. So the, it says Mr. Hucklebuckle died. He he owned a but toy store. Should we store. know who Hucklebuckle is? Was he in... Another, no, because you know. he was dead by the time. But right. this is a prequel. He was dead. That's we have no so it's knowledge like, of Mr. Yeah, Hucklebuckle. How are you going to introduce this character that, you know what I mean? Like, we need a pre-prequel. We can only hope yeah, and pray. God, I hope. So, so Santa goes to New York to, to pay his respects. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Which it's. I was thinking about this. It's funny how like Halloween happens in like New England, uh-huh. and Christmas happens in New York. Like, wow, yeah, you're totally right. That's it. Yeah. For no reason, they go to New York. No, there's no reason. So anyway, other than to like fly by the Statue of Liberty and be like, look at that big, beautiful lady. <laughs> it's like, well, all right, America rules, I guess. Look at that sexy freedom broad. <laughs> I feel like they mention it like multiple times. Like, yeah, yeah. like Santa's like, when the big green copper lady sings, you know, it's freedom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Santa has to go to New York to pay his respects to I his guess. dead friend, Mr. Hucklebuckle, who was, who was, um, a, a wonderful ambassador to like Christmas spirit or something like that. Sure, he says. I guess. So anyway, this is where the plot summary starts. Right. When Santa Claus travels to New York City, and gets hit by a cab. Okay, so well, we're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the first so much happens before that. That's like twenty minutes in. The first like in. twenty minutes of the movie are like establishing all of the plots. Yeah, but so poorly, really poorly. Like, and it it, it cuts so quickly that at one point. At one point, it cuts to someone who just. It, 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 we'll get to this, these characters, but it just cuts to someone who says, "Like, where's Will?" And then it just cuts away from. <laughs> it. That's like the whole thing, and it's like, well, you know, it's 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 the audience surrogate because the audience is thinking, "Where's Will?" <clears throat> you know, so he's thinking, "Who's Will?" <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so this is a Tim Allen Santa Claus sort of beginning, but Santa Claus makes it. So, but, but but I guess before that, before that, we we cut to the Hucklebuckle store, the toy store, which Hucklebuckles wonder, wonder shuckle, wonder shuckle. <laughs> so there's like a young couple, maybe like late thirties, a, a, a buckle, a Hucklebuckle couple. <laughs> but they did change their name to Huckle for no reason. The man just well because he doesn't have the Christmas spirit is the thing. Yeah, yeah, he's right. a grumpus. He's an L.A. grumpus. <laughs> Visiting his dead grandpa's toy store in New York. <laughs> that is true. So these grumpuses are are like wandering through and like wow, like, whoo, like whoo, blowing the dust off of mm-hmm. shit. And this this black guy comes in who who I have seen before in other movies. He's probably the most famous person on the cast. And you're 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 mentioning his race for a specific reason. I, I am mentioning. Well, first of all, he's the only black guy in the whole, entire movie. I think. Well, <laughs> and, unless you count one of the dogs. Yeah, unless you count the racist dog. Yeah, which I will get to that racist dog in a minute. But so this magical black man appears. And his name is Bill Cobbs in real life. Is he is he the lawyer? The lawyer? Oh, the, the one that dies? Or the one that sends the lawyers to Santa? Yes. Maybe. My, not... my impression was that he was the attorney because he's maybe. like he's like telling them their inheritance. Maybe. So maybe. I think that I think that he That's the is connection the there. Yeah. So but he should uh, this is a, a side note. This is the man, this actor is the man who played the basketball coach and retired basketball player Arthur Cheney in Disney's Air Bud. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Is he He is not I to my knowledge the same man, but he does play 
another role in the movie. And that will be a recurring theme in this movie. Half the cast were in other Airbud or Buddies movies. As different characters. As different characters. In- including the little girl <clears throat> who we haven't got to yet. She's been in all three of the Santa Buddies movies. I thought she was familiar. And she's played three different characters in each one. What would happen in the Budiverse mm-hmm. if these characters met? Oh, I want boy, to see I would that. Love that. I would love that so much. I, I, she looked very familiar, and I did not do the research like yeah. you did. I'm glad you did. I, I, I have to. I have to. We'll get there. And th- I'm worried that this, what we're saying is going to be hard to follow for an audience. I know. But the thing is. It's not. We're describing it perfectly for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same way you feel whenever you try to describe the room to somebody, and you and always, you, sound, you sound like a yeah. like a crazy person. You have to say, "I know I sound crazy because what I'm describing is perfect," and I, I'm yeah. not omitting I assu- any details. I assure you, we're doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Huckles, the LA Grumpuses, are, are wandering through the shop, and and this man shows up and says, "Oh, n- nice shop." You need to turn a profit, though, on the store. Well, he, he says, he says, what do you want to do with it? Mm. And the, the Grumpus uh-huh. says, Huckle. Mr. Huckle says, we're going to put it on the market. He's like, tomorrow. Oh, He's like, okay, we're okay. going to sell We're going to sell it and get back to our fast-paced L.A. lifestyle. He, he may as well have said those exact words because they made it a point to yeah. really like he, nail home. He this, says, he, he says, make America great style fucking. I'm a CPA. With a full deck of clients, that's a like a direct line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't be in this toy store. I'm, I, I have accounting to do in December. Right, I have a real human life in real world place, L.A. USA. Heard of it? And so, Basketball Jones says you, you have to turn a profit, or you don't get this shop. Mm-hmm. And the, and the man says, all right, well, hey. You got it, bub. That's not all. That's not all he says. He says. So then, as the man goes to leave the the bumpuses to their their shit, the bumpuses say, "Hey, uh, happy holidays." Oh, that's not even what I was gonna say. But yes. Okay. So then, Bill Cobbs turns around, sort of affronted, and goes, "Merry Christmas." Yeah. And we're yeah. like ten minutes into the movie, so it's like, <clears throat> "Hey, uh, Jewish people, fuck off. This ain't for you." Uh, yes, it, I, 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 you, no, Johnny, I'm sorry. Merry Christmas. I know. I know. It was shitty. It's, it is called Santa buddies. I and don't think they need, or Santa Claus. San, Santa it, ain't fucking Christian dog. Well, for sure. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just such a weird stance to take in a movie that is already explicitly a Christmas. You know, it's like, this is a Christmas movie. They're really pushing an agenda with these movies. We, we don't need uh, to go harder on my point. America, is we don't need to go harder on Christmas. This right. is a Christmas movie. Totally. Yeah. So why are we pushing these agendas? Like America fucking rules. Uh, people who live in New York suck, which we're going to get to, but also he's from LA. So he's no, no, no. I guess he There's, sucks they, too. They, Santa runs into some New Yorkers on the street. Oh, sure. 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 So sure. I thought you're talking about this guy. Nah. Also, this was made in 2010. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty Any reason. Pretty but recent. What, what, the other thing that this guy says is what like, you, you know, there's an apartment upstairs. You guys can stay here while you run the shop until Christmas. Bill whatever. Cobb says this. You're, and your kids, your kids will love it. And the, the, oh, the you wife assumes they have kids. The wife says, actually, we haven't been blessed with children. <laughs> <laughs> is, actually, I'm barren and I wish you hadn't said anything. I mean, legit. That's what yeah. she says. And he's like, well, my mistake. Merry Christmas. Right, right. God the Christian God, <laughs> may the Christian God and Jesus Christ bless you. Yeah, for real. I'll see you at mass 
It's at 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and 12 o'clock. Be there, all three. <laughs> See you at all three. Um, so Bill Cobbs leaves, leaves them to their misery. Yeah, but but he, he yes, bad news all bad, around. Bad news, yeah. Now, let's let's cut to, to orphans for some reason. <sighs> yeah. We're just going to introduce a smattering of orphans into our lives now. Who, the, the when they're being introduced, and they said this phrase a couple times in the movie, my parents didn't make it. I, that stuck out to me <laughs> so, so hard. Were they all it in like, like they the Malaysian a, Airlines crash? It sounds like they were in a horrible car yeah. accident. And she, I'm sorry. My, uh, my parents were 9-11. Uh, they didn't make it. She keeps saying my parents didn't make it. <laughs> like every, every time it comes up, she's just like, they didn't make it. You're right. Uh, like there was some horrible accident that she... Was witness to yeah, was, yeah, or absolutely. experienced. Right. She was in the car with them when it went off the Brooklyn Bridge. and So she, this this main girl, Gra- not Grace, Gra- Grump, Grang, Grinkus. I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think her name's Grinkus. Um, what is Olivia, name? maybe? Uh, no. Uh, Gra- I want to say Grace. Quinn. Quinn. Uh, but it, the way everybody kept saying it, I thought they were saying Gwen. Sure. It doesn't matter. A bunch of orphans. They can't speak yet. She gets dropped off at the orphanage by like a social worker. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, who's like, oh, you're gonna have a great time. You're gonna meet all these kids, and it's gonna be great, and you'll right. forget all about your your, your the the, the mangled tragedy. corpses of your parents. <laughs> the the monkey's paw <clears throat> that did this to you. So she gets dropped off, mm-hmm. and the the Mrs. Hannigan mm. of this orphanage is is none other than um, Wendy McClendon Covey from. From Reno 911, yeah. who plays Clementine. And and from she was in Bridesmaids. Yeah. She's done a lot. Yeah. But she's in this movie. And I gotta be honest, she does a bad job. Um, I think she does a I think she does an exact exactly right job. I think she was being directed to be the way she was and she nailed it. Here's the thing. Yeah, I I, I would I would give you that mm. if uh-huh. we didn't see that star performance. Yes. From Christopher Lloyd as Mr. Crooge. That is true. In Santa Buddies. Yeah, that is true. He was so good. But she was, tr- I think, because <clears throat> when you're doing these like rolled doll style evil adult characters, yeah. like, do you really want to like scare children or, you know what I mean? Like, Mrs. Hannigan was yeah. pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah, she. It just there's a, there were there was a, a sort of goofiness, yeah. but not an endearing goofiness. No, 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 it was just no, like a, an awkward goofiness. Yeah, almost like a bumbling sort of goofiness without yeah. being clumsy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she's like she's she's a Mrs. Hannigan. She's yeah. exactly Mrs. Hannigan, mm-hmm. basically, with a little bit of Rita Skeeter in there. Oh yeah, Rita Skeeter. Her her look was very Rita Skeeter, yes, very much. And she's just, I mean, so, cruel, but not even. You know, with a with a Miss Hannigan, mm-hmm. she's cruel, but in a in a way that makes sense. Maybe like she's an she's, she's an alcoholic. To, sure. She's trying to like keep everything clean. She's trying to keep everything clean. Like she she has she has clear ulterior motives. Right. Whereas this woman is just burdened with these children, just unnecessarily cruel, just so, needling the the Will character, Wilhelmina, or whatever her name yeah. was. So I love she she refers to her as Wilhelmina, and then Wilhelmina introducing herself to Quinn says, and it's Will. And then later, Ms. Hannigan just calls her Will. Right. There was no... Well, you know what the problem is, Johnny? If if we would have seen a girl named Will, it would have blown our minds. We couldn't have understood it. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Johnny. <laughs> this is a girl. Her name needs to be Will Amina. <gasps> I'm sorry. She'll take the girl story with a Happy Meal. <laughs> she wants the monster truck. She doesn't want the Barbie. Um, 
we, so there's a bunch of orphans. This is just a mess of orphans. We're like only five minutes into this fucking movie, and Santa hasn't even got hit yet. It's, it's, this 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 orphanage proprietor is so cruel that she doesn't allow any toys. She doesn't allow any fun. No. When she finds a toy, she throws it in the incinerator. She absolutely does this. <laughs> and it's not even a toy. It's like a dirty rag with a face drawn on it, practically. <laughs> it's like a doll, yeah. but a dirty rag with a face drawn on it. Yeah, and... The with, bur- like, shoe polish. Like, she's like, this kid just, like, found garbage and made a doll out of it. And she's like, that's too fun. But... She does allow each child to have a nice cross stitch of their name above their bed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, also, I love, I love that like the heat of the burning toys is what keeps the apartment warm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's such a cruel second layer. So anyway, so Santa shows up when Santa Claus travels to New York City and gets hit by a cab. This is a crazy. Well, this, you know what, John? Let me stop you there because we're not even there yet. Santa lands in fucking Central Park for no good reason. And there's like a bum sleeping on like a bench because that's what New Yorkers do, like New York bums. And the bum's like, hey, look at that. Like he straight up is like, oh, I'm going to steal that guy's shit. And then like just track Santa. Santa is just like this like stupid old like fucking Kansas City idiot just like wandering the streets of New York like a bumbling moron. And a woman <laughs> runs into him because he fucking sucks at walking on the sidewalk. And, and she's like, she looks down, sees the stupid dog that was with him. It's not just, it's not just any woman. Is isn't it a woman? It, isn't it? Oh, is it the I believe or- it's, orphanarium lady? It's the orphanarium she, lady. She may be. She may be. I'm on her side then. And yeah, she looks absolutely. Down, sees a pause, and she says, "Get that fucking dog on a leash." It's she. She didn't say this. She should have said, "It's the goddamn law." <laughs> yeah, she should have. And 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 you know Johnny Christmas says, "Well, Merry Christmas, young lady," or whatever the fuck, and she wanders off. So then Santa gets hit by a car. <laughs> uh, so this is this is. This is the sentence. This is the first sentence of this article. Okay. This is one sentence. Okay. <laughs> when Santa Claus travels to New York City and gets hit by a cab, loses his memory, and the crystal that keeps him eternal is stolen, it's up to his new friend, his puppy named Paws, to save him. So so <laughs> both Paws and Santa Claus wear this magical crystal dildo around their necks. I assume it's... Well, first of all, it's, I think it's more of a vibrator than a dildo. <laughs> You're right. Second, I think it's part of the icicle. It has to be. In in the same way that um, Princess Peach wears part of the meteor around her neck in the Super Mario Brothers movie that can transport her to the Mushroom Kingdom. Wow. I did not know that. You don't remember that from the movie? No. <laughs> I, I forgot it from the movie. Um, it's exactly like that. Yeah. And so they each have their own little, just, you know, like source it, of magic. It, it keeps them immortal. It keeps them immortal. It keeps them, immortal. It keeps them <clears> from <throat> dying. Keep that. Remember that. Yeah. So I guess, like, if a car hits Santa, like, if he wasn't wearing his necklace, would he have just been killed? Yes. Okay. Do you think... Also, I love that he doesn't die, but he loses his memory. Did, like, the Christmas magic can't stop that. We'll get there. Yeah. Did 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 the two of them wear the crystal in Santa Buddies? I don't recall. Me neither. Because they weren't really, like, part of the movie. That's true. So, whatever. Okay. So Santa gets hit, and then that same bum from before comes up and steals his shit. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a P- P- PSA or whatever the, like a, uh, a pa- paramedic. I'm like yeah. a paramedical, I'm a paramedical guy. Yeah. And every, every person who lives in New York has like, has the New York accent. Hey, I'm walking here. Has the New York accent from the Australian Pizza Hut commercial <laughs> where they have like the, the, it's like the New York hot dog pizza. And right. it's like, that's a real- oh, I'm, this is really New York City. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the water. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you know, I did not read this subtext, but this is this is a very like Yeah, like you know what real America is? That's that's Santa Claus is real America. <laughs> the flyover states are the real America. I'm just fucking realizing this. Before Santa leaves to go to New York, he's in like his his business wear, his like Santa business wear, not yeah, his, his his bowler hat and like, yeah, like red suit suit suit. Before he leaves, mm. Mrs. Claus oh, no. says, "You forgot something. Your North Pole lapel pin." Yes, like his fucking American flag pin. Oh God! I mean, that probably is what it is. Yes, right? there's no other reason for that. No, it never comes up in the like. You don't need it for anything. No. Yeah. These fucking people, man. Like, this shitty agenda. Anyway, Merry Christmas. So Santa lands. He gets he gets killed by a bum or whatever. Uh, so Santa wakes up and doesn't know he's, where he is. And so the first thing he does is talk to a little kid. Like, like maybe 12 years old. Yeah. Who has, like, a skateboard with him. And this dude is sending out so many red flags to me. <laughs> like, oh, like, excuse me, little boy. Um, Do you know, uh, where, like, where? I need your help. Like, hey, guess what? In real life, if an old man asks a kid for help, if an old wax man <laughs> is going to melt all over your young boy. If a drama of a man that is life size. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yes. It, Run, child. They don't need your help. There's nothing a little boy can do to help a full grown adult. Well, except to tell him to get, say, hey, take the north northbound L. The north line. Yeah, the north line. I'm sure that's a real. I don't live in New York. <laughs> But I believe that the trains are lettered and <laughs> not directed. Take the north one. The no, go no, take north. There's only four trains That would be like getting on the red line in Chicago and just saying, take, take the, the north, north line. line. Yeah. Just, yeah. Take your pick, UP bud. north on the metro? No, the north line <laughs> on the, the Chicago Transit Authority. Yeah. So we're not even 10 minutes into this movie. There's a lot to unpack. So, what, so a man steals his... He, he he gets on the train and then winds up at a bus stop and just waits there overnight. He For, sleeps at the bus stop. Yeah, to really just like like hammer home that this man is a bum. The Santa. Santa is a bum. And then and, and then, the real bum, by the way, becomes Santa. He puts on his crystal dildo and grows vibrator. a fucking excuse me. Grows a fucking beard He's like Santa Tim Claus. Allen. Yes. Yes. And that that plot point does not matter. No. It just is a thing that happens. So Santa happens to be asleep outside, right outside, Huckle Buckle's toy buckle buckle. And he walks in. Huckle Buckle's wonder shuckle. He walks in and the these LA elites, these these co- coastal elites were trying to get <laughs> a, a liberal fucking trying to get a Santa for their their store, store to drum up, you know, but the, foot traffic. The agency laughed in their face they when they tried that? to get one this close to Christmas. They're all out of Santa's. <laughs> then the real Santa shows up. No memory. And they say, oh, the agency must have found someone. Santa, sleep in this extra room with a bed we have here. You live here now. What's your name? He says, uh, uh bud. <laughs> Turns to the camera and is like, wink. It's me, bud. The snow bud. Wiser. America's beer. <laughs> I'm bud heavy. So then, he, and oh, and then. The stipulation, because there's no such thing as a free lunch. Mm-hmm. You can be our Santa if you wear my dead grandpa's Santa suit. I hope it fits. Get in the closet. <laughs> and of course it fits and it looks exactly the same as the one that he wore. And he's the Santa now. Yeah, he's the Santa. Let me let me read a little bit more in this article. Okay. 
Meanwhile, a young orphan named Quinn arrives at a foster home run by a strict and no-nonsense woman named Mrs. Stout, who does not approve of anything that children love. This is all one sentence still. Toys, Christmas decorations, singing, and even pets. She ha- This is a new sentence. She has a furnace, which she uses to burn all the toys, which she confiscates from the girls, who rightfully own them. Because they paid for them with their hard-earned money. They're, orphan they're not money. taking handouts. They're not taking handout toys. They're yeah. earning them. These are bootstrapped. They're making them from the rags that they made themselves. And guess what's happening? Like, big government comes along and redistributes the wealth to all the other little furnaces. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. Despite the strict rules that she has to respect while staying at the foster home, Quinn eventually befriends the girls, including Janie and Wilhelmina. Will, in order to save... Oh, that's it. So then... Qu- Quinn, by the way, is the voice of Tiny, the orphan uh, dog. Ah, that's where I... I from Santa Buddies. don't care for her voice. Neither do I, and I believe we made it a point to say so before. I and so too. we will see next year, she plays another character in, S- in Santa Paws 2, Jack Frost. Does Santa Paws 2 take place between this and Santa Buddies? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Okay. We'll find out next year. So then all the elves and Mrs. Claus. And by the way. Oh, real quick, by the <clears> way. Here's a fact from her Wikipedia article that I wrote down. When she was eight. This is verbatim. When she was 18 months old, uh, her parents were worried because she was not getting enough sleep. <laughs> she never stopped singing. Her parents took her to the pediatrician. They found out she just loved to sing. The the real actor. <laughs> the real actor. <laughs> <laughs> help me. Help me. Help me, doctor. What's wrong? Well, she... Uh, she just loves to sing. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, we've been looking at your daughter's charts, and uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but <laughs> God damn it, she loves to sing. <laughs> Get her on the screen. <laughs> uh, and while we're on the Wikipedia tip, uh, Mr. Hucklebuckle, John Ducey in real life, Ducey's everyman look had led him to play a perfect boyfriend or perfect dad on several shows. <laughs> So this motherfucker went to his own Wikipedia page and just typed in how, how perfect he is. Several shows. No need to get into which ones. <laughs> yeah, don't worry Several. about Several. Um, weasel words. So there's a lot of... A theme throughout this movie is, is uh, wistful photo viewing. <laughs> Mrs. Claus is looking at a, a photo of Santa wondering, where is, where is my, my horrible, f- fleshy yet skeletal husband? <laughs> So our boy Eli <laughs> says, "All right, which one's Eli? The uh, the the main elf, the okay, head elf. Head elf is like, all right, g- rally the troops. We're gonna find Santa. Yeah. And this is this is the first, at least that I'm aware of, tie-in to Santa Buddies, mm. the magical transformation of the, mm-hmm. the sleigh into a taxi. We see, or... we see him invent the vehicle that can mm. turn into any vehicle to 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 fit wherever it's going. Pretty good. Which they they turn into uh, postal trucks." Mm-hmm. In Snow Buddies, or Santa Buddies, rather. Also, a bunch of other, like... W- racist yeah. Yeah, things. Right, certainly. Um, oh, real quick, I should point out, one of the uh, reindeer, who has, like, two lines in the movie, is played by uh, Diedrich, Diedrich Bader. Bader. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know why, but the first time a reindeer talked, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was so shocked. Because Santa's just like, go this way, Donner. And he's like, sure thing, Santa. Yeah, for no reason. For no, but and animals talk in this movie, but still, I was like, "What in the fuck?" <laughs> We've gone too far. So they go to find Santa in New York. So, uh, then I, I'll read this part in in the 
thing. In order to save Christmas, Eli and Eddie, the uncanny elf dog, have to go to New York City in order to save Santa and pause. New sentence. However, when Santa, Bud, is in the hospital, it takes the help of Quinn and Will to save Santa. (sighs) Oh, Santa starts to get tired and feeling sick. Because his Christmas dildo, excuse me, vibrator, vibrator is running out. Yes. It's running low on batteries. Well, because he doesn't some... have it. Yeah. Um, and this, the coastal elite says, well, you better be, you better feel good soon because ABC parent company of Disney who made this movie would like to interview you <laughs> because you're such a good real Santa. Did he really say ABC? He does really oh, say ABC. Boy, that's good. And I, I said, this is synergy. This is beautiful. This is America. <laughs> Corporations are people. Real quick, let's, can we talk about? We, we need to go back and talk about the good comic relief that we got with some some stray mutts that were we saw earlier in the movie. Maybe they were actually the first. They were actually the first tie into Santa Santa buddies. Yeah, do we see them? Are they the exact same dogs from before? I don't recall them being in the movie. They but. they are in the movie. They they are the racist dogs from <laughs> from Santa buddies. When you see like presents getting delivered all around the world, yeah, they're yeah. like the elf helper dogs. Ah, uh, okay. I guess only one of them is racist. One of them is racist. One of them is a, there's is a, a Scottish terrier who speaks in a Scottish accent. There's a bulldog who speaks with like, hey, I, hey, I'm a, yeah, I'm a tough like New York. Even like. though bulldogs are French and English, yeah. you kind of miss the mark. But whatever. His name was T Money, by the way. Cool. Uh huh. And then there's a I don't know what, the what urban do, dog. Do you know not even urban? Do you know what breed this is? Like what real breed? I, I looked it up. It's like a pulley or something pulley. like that. There, it's the breed of dog whose hair is, I suppose, reminiscent of dreadlocks. Sure. So, of course, it has a Jamaican accent. Yeah. Like, also, the dog is black. Well, sure. Yes, Total coincidence. Yes. So. Yeah, he's like, hey, man. I, like, I mean, it's like. For real, that bad. It, yeah. I mean, what are the. What are the odds that this dog was vo- voiced by a white, a white person? Uh, the odds are very good, but let me pop your uh, bubble. It was voiced by a black man. Okay. A young guy too, so uh, that's good though. Get some get some good work under your belt. Oh God, damn it, Jesus in heaven, <laughs> Christian Jesus in America's <laughs> beloved heaven, where all good capitalists go when they die. Um, oh my internet is not working now, and I'm so upset. When you get the most, you're trying to look up these these dogs' voices. Well, I I just was reading the description of this dog. The description uh, of the dogs are very good. Josh Flitter as T-Money. Oh, no, that's a different... That's an even... Jesus, fuck. No, as the Rasta T- dog is named like Rasta. It, the dog is named Rasta. T-Money is the bulldog. Christopher Massey as Rasta, a reggae poolie, that's the breed, I suppose, who is, in quotes, laid back and easygoing and always high. He befriends Paws and is looking to get off Santa's naughty list. Oh, my God. Haggis, a Scottish terrier who is... Always ready to take action. He befriends Paws and is looking to get off Santa's naughty list. T-Money. Well, certainly T-Money can't be looking to get off Santa's naughty list. A streetwise hip-hop bulldog. That's not even how I would describe him at uh -uh, all. uh -uh. Well, T-Money is super cool. Yeah. He befriends Paws and is looking to get off Santa's naughty list. Oakley's on the back of his head. He's a NASCAR fan? (laughs) Yeah, he's Guy Fieri. Yeah, I guess I kind of lost the thread of that one. Um... uh, God, I mean, look, then Santa dies, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Santa just died. I mean, the best. Then I, I, I feel. I mean, we've been going for a long time. We need yeah. to, we need to lightning round well, this. Santa dies, and the dog turns back into a toy, and then and they try to a, velveteen rabbit him. 
it's I mean it gets thrown into the incinerator Straight and up. is is Toy Story three close to being burnt alive? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Then they save him, right? Because the the dog had its own magical vibrator, so they used that to restore Santa. And then with Santa still alive, they like rescued the toy dog, and then they brought the toy dog back to the Christmas icicle. And then the Christmas they they like Christmas icicle. It's maxed out. Yeah, it's like, run on fumes because it's Christmas, right? Please make my dog better, and then nothing happens. Oh, it's so sad, and and Santa cries the tears of Pikachu, and restores Ash, <laughs> so, slash paws back to life, who for no reason comes back to life as a full ass grown like six year old dog. So his name is no longer Paws, but Santa Paws, and Santa says we really will be together for eternity, and then they high five, and that's the whole movie. Well, and then the the the, the coastal elites adopt the the orphans. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, the the lunch the cafeteria what the fuck is it? <laughs> cafeteria the orphanarium lady mm-hmm. Mrs. Hannigan or whatever she loses her job. Also, her boyfriend's the dog pound catcher. Yes, he. Which I love that. And he's so the woman get a doc. Oh, and the the social worker. The social worker runs the orphanage then? Something like that, yeah. And he's given a bag of money. <laughs> and and then after all this, Bill Cobbs comes back in and says, like, How, how'd it go? And they're like, we turned a profit. Like, don't even worry. And he says, all right, well, we'll be seeing you later, Mr. Hucklebuckle. Or, excuse me, he says, I'll see you later, Mr. Huckle. And they go, uh, we uh, actually changed it back. It's Hucklebuckle. Merry Christmas. May the Lord keep and save you. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get fucking there. get there. I uh, now. Uh, I mean, I don't even want to say anything about it because I just want it all. I can't. I want it all on air. Yeah, I took a lot of notes. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the article too, yeah, just so we have just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I, I, that's not even like there was like big chunks where I didn't take any notes because it's just like just normal things happening. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.